Welcome to the ghost gig. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Yeah, you know what? It's happy now. So we've just had the intro and then it's happy. Okay. So um, Is it recording? It's recording. So hello. Hello everyone. Hello. Good day. Um, sorry we're late. We're not late. We're perfectly on time. The world is wrong. <laughs> the world is absolutely out, and everything's screwy. And well, and I definitely didn't contract um, COVID. No, you definitely did. Didn't did contract COVID. Yeah. But well, the test said I did. I yeah. Had no symptoms. I sat around feeling like a fraud. Well, but unable to talk to anyone directly. If you had gone out, uh, I waved at you through the window. You did wave at me through the window. If you had gone out, you'd have been breaking the law. So. I would have been breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Anyway, um, the good news except is... Except not copyright infringing. No, none of that. Good news is, you're all fine. No symptoms. We were very lucky. Um, all the boosters. All the and boosters. And all the happiness. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. Just so, so sorry, everyone. Get your jabs, we're guys. A bit, we're a bit late. Yeah. Um, it was This was all in process, and it was going to happen, and yeah. then the lateral flow was silly, and like, ah, oh, balls. We don't live together. Um, no, but so, we, we lateral flow. Yeah. No, that's fine. I'm explaining. I'm so explaining. We don't live together. So, yeah. obviously, once Vince had knew he'd been in contact with someone with COVID, there was no way I could come over. No. So, um, don't, <gasps> don't do it again. Well, I didn't plan on doing it the first time. <laughs> don't induct people at your workplace who are living with someone with COVID, is what I'm taking from this all. Okay. It's, so when yeah, we live together... It's a very specific <laughs> lesson. It's a really specific lesson. Yeah. But I feel like that means it's really direct. Okay. the point. All right. So, um, as I said, sorry we're a bit late. Um, there was nothing we could do about it, unfortunately, but we're very happy to be back. We're better late than never. Yes. Um, so, obviously, people who have got us on Instagram, and you, you knew this already. Um, and those who haven't, sauce. why haven't you? Yeah. Give us a follow. Give us yeah. a follow. We've got two Instagram pages. Yeah. Because we're mean, so cool, and I definitely didn't get kicked out of the first Instagram page. No. You, no. <laughs> we don't talk about the pain. We don't talk about the pain. The saga. The saga. Me sort of, like, <sighs> in tears. I wasn't in tears. No, but. You yeah, me just losing my shit over the Instagram page. Anyway, all good. Yeah. So, um, we are going to talk about an absolute classic today, aren't we? We are going to talk about a classic, because why not? It's fun why to not? sometimes. So, we're going to be talking and singing about the original film of Carrie, which was Stephen King's first novel. Did you know yes, that? Yes, I did. Yes. I found this out after we watched ah. it. Ah. And... I didn't know not know anything that I didn't know that when um, we watched the film. I did because I'm well, you know, yeah. knowledgeable about that sort of thing. I'm not a big Stephen King nut. No, and I think I would have enjoyed it more had I not actually realised it was, it was good. Well, apparently I've not read uh, Carrie, but apparently the film is better than the book. That is cool. the general consensus. Apparently, fine, fine. So we'll do our normal sort of overview. So. I can't believe that anyone listening to this won't have known it or seen it. Um, but just in case, it's um, it's 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 a teen high school film. It's a girl who is bullied, basically an, an outcast yep. at school. She's got a bit of a crazy mother, um, and she has special powers, which she can't control. It's a bit like Matilda, but with loads of blood. Um, was it during that film we were commenting this feels like like watching Matilda? But but, but like but the, adult. Yeah. <laughs> um and basically it's all centered around the school prom where she manages to actually find a date and it, but you know it 
it's it's a bit of a hoax. It's all you know. So and I won't go into too much detail, but yeah, and then, yeah. And then nasty things. Nasty and it's things all very happened. sad. Um, but the main is the themes. Like one of the main themes is telekinesis. I want to say that. So um, yeah, and I, before we give any opinions, um, play you my. Gi- song. You should give your opinion. Yeah. No, play my song. Well, yeah, the, you sung your opinion. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You sung a reaction. I, my mine's more of a reaction. I mine's more of a reaction. Well. Um, well, well, how about you sing your reaction? Okay. And we listen to it. Yeah. And then I'll do something similar. Okay. And then we'll we'll talk about it after. My God, we've never thought of that. Before. I know. I'm <laughs> rocking the boat. All um, right. Take your seasickness pills, guys. <laughs> um, Carry on with that. Oh, it's almost like you've seen the title of my song. <laughs> oh no! That's not spoiling anything. To be fair, we don't normally actually say the titles of the songs. In the podcast, do we? Do you know what I've forgotten? You and I know the titles. I'd forgotten we, we, only, your, we only do that. I'd forgotten your song was called that. I was just trying to be funny. Oh. And failing miserably, apparently. Play my song. Play your song. Okay. Oh, Carrie, my, oh, my, you truly did blow their minds. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Oh, Carrie, my, oh, my, you truly did blow their minds. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Oh, Carrie, my, oh, my, you truly did blow their minds. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Oh, Carrie, my, oh, my, you truly did blow their minds. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Carrie, life is crappy, but admit it's true You've got the finest actress doing justice for you Oh, Carrie, oh so crappy, who can blame you? It's guys like Billy Carrie Oh, hey you Tim, oh hey you Tim, I wanna punch his face in Hey Carrie Sure, it's a horror film about how they treated you The bullying is worse than the things that you do And a whack a doodle white You didn't stand a chance, Carrie You were doomed in the shower when your blood first flows A foreshadowing, but how are you to know Other girls can relate You just wanted some friends, Carrie Craving happy, be a normal girl But you're cursed by the power Sent your mind into a world Oh, Carrie, in the ground He hope you rest in peace But your mother's in there too, Carrie What could you do, Carrie, do? You already stopped a heart, Carrie Hey, Carrie At the end of the day They treated you like crap And almost every kid Can relate to that so don't hold back and send them all to hell, Carrie. Oh, Carrie, my, oh, my, you truly did blow their minds. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Oh, Carrie, my, oh, my, you truly did blow their minds. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Oh, Carrie, my, oh, my, you truly did blow their minds. Hey, Carrie. Hey Carrie, oh Carrie, my oh my, you truly did blow them as hey, Carrie. Hey Carrie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there you go, the so, very uh, that's, first. That's definitely the sort of most strutty one you've done. There's the very first cross between uh, Tony Basil and Kraftwerk. 
Which is what everyone, I think, they're now realising actually did need in their lives. Yeah. They didn't know it until three minutes ago. So you are welcome. <laughs> and um, You've brought this onto the world. Yeah. It's forever changed and drenched in it now. And a massive prize to whoever can guess which song I totally ripped off there. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Inspired by. Inspired by. Um, so that's mine. That's Sh- fair enough. You didn't rip it off. Show me yours. <laughs> you did show me show me yours so I suppose I have to now go on get it out everyone else gets to see now as well <laughs> carry on carry on carry on carry on don't drip your pig's blood onto me I had nothing to do Until you kill me telekinetically Sometimes we're in slow motion Sometimes it could be hallucination Now everybody's screaming Turn your fire, turn your fire And your dirty what happened I like it Elvis <laughs> well it ended up being in my head it was more Beach Boysy I know it doesn't sound Beach Boysy but it went that way in my head oh god so, you need about a thousand different I harmonies know, for that I know oh yeah that, uh, wasn't, that wasn't gonna happen I ran out of time <laughs> you would literally need about three or four months in isolation to do a Beach Boys track and several sets of vocal cords yeah um, I liked it though and it turns out that when you keep those in jars it don't sound as good <laughs> 
It's illegal, I've told you. <laughs> I didn't admit to anything. I'm just putting, stating a fact. Okay, good. They know, they know nothing. Okay, good. Um, I thought it was a bit of a masterpiece, this film. I mean, yes. it was literally, basically, uh, the horror of it, <laughs> most of it, was the way she is treated at school and by her mother. Yeah. She's got this horrific, like, really religious mum that locks her in. It's like, you know, like Harry Potter cupboard under the stairs type thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, a prayer a prayer room. prison or something yeah with a weird looking scared Jesus with a light up head yeah <laughs> um, and it's clear that she's just been shat upon her entire life yeah. I mean no wonder she's jumpy um, and there's this whole theme of blood all the way through so she starts her period at the start of the film and doesn't know what's going on and that would actually be absolutely bloody terrifying. Be terrifying yeah it would you'd think you were dying especially if everyone just starts laughing at you yeah and it happens I mean it's and horrific. yelling plug it up so that <laughs> That and its its own is, is horrific. The actual horror element doesn't happen till right till the end, does it? It really is only in the climax. The rest yeah. of it is actually a pretty standard issue, like American Graffiti almost yeah. teen film. And that's yeah. it, it does it well. Like it, it's not like it's just going through the motions to then deliver a horror. Like it's actually quite yeah. a solid teen film. It is it's fine. I know you won't get this reference, but it's like it is the mean girls, you can't sit with us reference and hopefully some people will get that. I'm sure they will. Yeah. I'm sure this feels like it's Referenced a lot in other things. Yeah. I even felt like there was lines in the dialogue, which I have heard paraphrased in other stuff, like there was like, shut up, Chris, or something like that. The girls were yelling on, but yeah. I thought, oh, this is in something. No, not as Chris, or I don't think it's Chris, but it's so in you think you've shut I've up seen. Meg and family? No, though. no. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> no. The, in, the way it's delivered in the same, I was like, this is what they're clearly referencing in yeah. the thing I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the mad mother bullied at school. She's like a total freak. Um, I just thought she was amazing. I can't Absolutely. pronounce her name. The dynamic so between her good. and, and, and the mother. Played, played oh my god! Like so good, so good. Yeah, they really sold that. The mother was frightening. I yes. mean, just just mad and insane. And you, well, you Stephen were thinking, King does yeah. like the insane, you know, mad middle aged women, doesn't he? Uh, does he? Think misery. Uh, oh god! Oh god! Kathy <laughs> Bates in the oh that's, that's oh, oh my god! We need to do misery. Yes, that's one of my favourite films ever. <laughs> Yes. Um, anyway, sorry, I can't. I'll go down a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, Kathy, yeah, yeah. About how much I love Kathy Bates. We're okay. No, ra- um, no rabbit holes, Alice. Um, yeah, the one who plays Sissy, what's her face, who plays Carrie, is superb. Yes, she so is. So good. She's really good in this. Um, I've no idea what else she does. She just, yeah, her face but and her expressions. She looks terrifying she does. in the climax where there's like dramatic lighting yeah. and it goes a bit art school. Like, yeah. she looks, it's just, just lighting, like she's covered in the blood. The, the way her face, she just looks skeletal and really horrific, like the most grotesque thing I yeah. can think of seeing and we've watched some you know silly grotesque films and mm. this was scarier yeah in certain ways um, and and basically you know you probably know that they play a horrible pro- John Travolta's in it John Travolta and his bum I've never hated someone as much as I hated him I just despised him in this I know you're supposed, supposed to. to I don't like lo- I don't like the guy much anyway I think he's alright I mean come on he make- he's in Hairspray the only pl- it's the only film I like him in is Hairspray <laughs> he's really funny isn't it <laughs> um, but yeah you know you're obviously supposed to absolutely detest this character and he is disgusting in it in every yes, single way he's yeah, yeah, yeah. sexist he's um, he looked bad in the 70s selfish yeah up himself arrogant ugh yeah. he's not even all, attractive all- he kills he's, a pig. He's the shitty version of the same character from Greece. <laughs> yeah. He's not Danny from Greece yeah. in this. He looks the same. So this is like Matilda and Greece gone bad. <laughs> yeah. um, a greasy Matilda. Yeah. The way he takes, because they, they play this trick on Carrie involving pig's blood, and the way he yeah. kills the pig, he takes... Oh, he's so he, He's so it? joyful. Yeah. Oh, it's horrendous. It's And you really fucking hate him. Really, really hate him. 
Um, but obviously that is credit to John Travolta because he obviously does it bloody well, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, and it's this whole jealousy thing, really, of her actually getting something nice for once, isn't it? Because the guy who asked Carrie to the prom, he actually isn't trying to fuck her well, over, we, is he? He's not, but we don't know that. Either. That's a, the girl and no, he's the not. girlfriend of him and him. They they are trying to help her, but we don't know that for a long time. It's really ambiguous. Yeah. And we, we share the suspicions of the teachers. Like, are they trying to screw her over mm. here? And for most of the film, actually, until basically the prom itself, yeah, we're not sure what's going to happen here. No. And I quite like that. No, I mean, I, I saw, saw the film a long time ago, so I sort of knew what was going to happen. Mm. But it's it's just this, you just get all caught up in Carrie's life, just thinking, oh, shit, poor girl. And she's got these magic powers, which she can't, all, all these magic powers aren't, you know, a good thing. They're just another thing for her to have to deal with, aren't they? It's not like, like Matilda. She's changing and then yeah. stuff starts flying off the walls and yeah. exploding. She's and not, oh God. She's not dancing around in a room full of Cheerios. You know, she's terrified of herself as well. No, as she's no, terrified. No, no. She's also, she's terrified of her mother. She's terrified of school. And then she's terrified of herself because her body's doing all these weird things that she can't control. Um, oh, it's just so good. It's just so no, good. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just starting thinking, there is good. There is some negative things about it. I think we should just glorify it. Like it feels to me like, as I think I said in the song, it was made by a load of men. Yeah. And let's get a load of young women dressed as schoolgirls to jump around as much as possible. Oh, okay, let's agreed. start out. Let's start out with them naked. Yeah, agreed. Like, yeah, agreed. It, and it's definitely. Literally. When I'm saying how good it is, I'm I'm talking about the acting. It's oh yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. But yes, agreed. It's. I mean, it is the '70s. So I'm not. I'm not excusing it. But you know, back then, I don't know what there is a remake, so I don't know if they do all the all that stuff in the remake. Not a clue. Um, I can imagine they probably sidestep it. Probably. I wonder who played John Travolta's character in the new one. Don't know. Because I mean, he was the only person in that who obviously they all look like they're in their late twenties and early thirties. Yeah, as they you know, do. <laughs> you know, well, it's setting the teen film. Yeah. You know, trope up. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> but I didn't mind it with him but some of the others you think you're not you're, yeah. you're not 17 no that's probably for the best but. the one bit I did remember as I said to you from watching I watched it when I was probably in my mid-teens with my mum and the bit I remembered was so Carrie's excited because she's going to the prom she's made her own dress and it's a lovely dress and she's kind of <clears> getting really ups- really worried about it and anxious and her mum's not going to let her go but she's going to go anyway and um She's sort of going, oh, God, I don't know what to do. I'm so scared. And her mum goes, it? Mom goes, don't worry, let's burn the dress and then we'll pray for forgiveness together. <laughs> and I remember when I saw that with my mum, I was thinking, oh, my God, like, what a night in. You know, like, how deprived have I been? Whereas my mum has never suggested that to me before. I mean, God, you know, what a waste of life. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> how unlucky am I? <laughs> uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Just that's what she has to live with. That's her mum's idea of fun. <laughs> but the mother, well, the, yeah. the woman who plays the mother, is brilliant as well. Oh, but yeah, is, it yeah. is it is pretty sexist. But they were in the seventies. I said I'm not excusing it, but it was a different time. Um, you do get a bit sick of like, oh look at the hysterical women. But they, but then she really gets one over on them, doesn't oh, she? Absolutely. Yeah. And she doesn't even know how to. That's the thing. She's so shit scared. And she knows she's doing it, all the kind yeah. of blood and carnage at the end. I won't go too much into detail, but basically all hell breaks loose at the end when she realises she's been pranked, um, involving a lot of pig's blood. But she knows she's doing it, but she can't stop it. So she looks terrified and kind of well, you, 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 liberated you, you, as well. You're carried away by your emotions at that point. Yeah. You can't control yeah. it. It's a runaway yeah. train. And then, I suppose if you... And then doors slam and things explode and things yeah. catch fire. And, and, then, um, and then she... 
after that, going to see what happens with her mother afterwards is, is so satisfying. Mm. But then, of course, she ends up with her mum anyway. And the, ooh, no, it's yeah. just, it's just, ugh. yeah, um, I'd definitely recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it is definitely it is a classic. It's absolute classic. Enjoy watching it again in a few months' time. Yeah. Got to get a bit of breathing space. I'm actually intrigued now to see the sequel. I, I doubt the sequel is. I think it's going to miss. The things that I would miss out actually most about this version will be the camera angles in this are just mm. really exciting sometimes. The music like it's was not, good. Not was massive budget. Yeah, yeah, true. Soundtrack was good. Yeah, the soundtrack was was fun. Um, but like, especially during the climax, like mm. the split screen stuff was. It's a weird thing to choose oh, yeah, the split outside screen. outside of yeah. you know an anime or something yeah. like that. In in a, in a live action context, that's quite weird. It's almost but so, it really works. It's almost like you're watching her, but you're watching her point of view as well. Yeah, it's very clever. Yeah, um, but it feels so disorientating and yeah. jarring at the same time. Yeah, well, you, they're trying um, to give you an idea of how she's feeling. Absolutely. I suppose. Yeah, 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 they are. But of course, it wouldn't. The remake wouldn't have her in it, and so I know who plays her in the remake. It's that girl from. Um, Oh god, she, you'd recognise her if you saw her. Okay, okay, that's helpful, isn't it? It's really helpful. Now, it, now it explains. <laughs> Kickass, the kid from Kickass, the guy. Oh yeah, see yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's her, I think. Okay. You know, I don't mind. That's not a terrible choice. No, of to be fair, um, I don't know when I that think film it's was Kickass. Made, but... If I'm wrong, then um, sorry, but I like the girl as an actress, but I don't know. She doesn't have that look about her. Maybe if the other cast around her. If they change the, how things are working in that version, the dynamics yeah. of the characters and interplay, maybe yeah. that could work. I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. we should watch it at some point, maybe not for a I mean, and just. I'm kind see. of intrigued, but like, it might, like, when I saw the remake of The Wicker Man, it just depressed me so much. I'm not even going to give that yeah, time don't, of day. I'm not going to bother because Wicker Man's great. And uh, we should definitely review Wicker Man. Yeah. Um, cool. So. Yeah, it just, it's I, a, I don't think it's going to include the things that I really enjoyed about no. this version. And I, I'm curious, but not no. that curious. Though. Well, it's a thumbs up from us, I think. Absolutely. I, it's also, if, even if you enjoyed um, something like 10 Things I Hate About You, mm, there's, there's yeah, definitely... That's that, that is vibey off of it. That's the thing. It's just so horrific. The the mundane thing of being a teenage girl is so horrific and having a difficult home life and a difficult school life. That's You almost forget it's a horror film. And I think you actually went, oh, here's the horror at the end, yeah. didn't you? Because <laughs> we, well, it had been very Taming of the Shrew until that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, with and bit, that's it's, fine, because it's fine. Yeah, with, and you were thinking... And the guy, know, who, clearly Heath Ledger is modelling himself after... The, the date that she goes along with her. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and, you know, there's these odd bits of things where, like, oh, she, she can move stuff with her mind, but then the film goes on and you forget about it, and then yeah. she goes, oh, yeah, she can move stuff with her mind. Okay, but it's all very subtle, and then it's all, like, at the end... It, then it's, it's all, not subtle. Then it's not at all. Yeah, then, then there's, uh, there's car crashes and fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but I, I, like I said in my song, I bet so many kids can relate to this and probably do just wish they could just blow stuff up and cause a fire with their mind sometimes you I know? think it's so actually I, quite a good depiction yeah, of, I certainly of, of the mentality to. as a teenager yeah god because it's made by people who would have all been middle aged that's yeah. pretty good pretty to good. be able yeah. to do that successfully so definitely a thumbs up from us I, and do you know what I'm going to say like obvious but I really enjoyed watching this like yeah. Suspiria I was uncomfortable I thought it was brilliant but I was quite uncomfortable watching it the ones at Christmas were like yeah you know good fun but this was intelligently engaging do you know what I mean like I yes. ate it up with my mind no, you're right it was engaged you're right engaging yeah. is the best way to go it was it was sometimes creepy yeah and then a few times it'd be devastating yeah and it, yeah. it balanced between these things yeah. quite well without feeling too forced I enjoyed I really it with enjoy. all my being basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just with my like eyes and with my mind and everything so psychological paranormal religious teen film yeah <laughs> yeah with blood in yeah I don't know <laughs> Big thumbs up from us. Absolutely. Um, so, staying on that subject, I thought we'd have a little bit of a look into telekinesis. 
Okay then. As our kind of story subject Why matter. Not? I think I think that's good. We haven't touched upon that yet. No. So it'll be. I mean, go a different direction. You could sort of say. I mean, it's definitely paranormal because paranormal is anything that isn't of the ordinary or seems to be happening, you know, without an explanation. I would say. So, um, so telekinesis basically is yeah, like the film Matilda. People can move things with their mind. We should probably start drawing Matilda references here because yeah. we are talking about Carrie. Yeah, I know, I know, but people might have seen Matilda and not seen. Carrie, for example, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so we've got a little bit of history about telekinesis here and a few stories, okay? Okay, I'm so, up for that. Are you ready? Education them. Yeah, education them. Um, so I'm going to start with, I, I haven't written this bit down, but I did do a bit of research and apparently, I can't remember when it was, but... Uh, so you didn't do loads of research? No, no, I've got the research here, but I just <laughs> want to mention quickly, there was an experiment with a group of Chinese children back, back I think, in the 80s which seemed to have special powers and they actually recorded various experiments and tests with all these group of Chinese children and found that they could apparently do things and um, sort of move things with their minds. And, you know, so apparently it is on record that people can do things like this. But um, there was a lots of facts and scientific figures, so I didn't write it down because but I just thought I'd mention that. That so. would be like an initial report. They'd have to have like peer reviews yeah. and then they have to repeat the experiment. A lot of so, stuff I didn't yeah. understand, but I just thought I'd, I'd mention it. So there is... Some tests. Scientific. There's, there's yeah. some, some evidence yeah. inclusive, I'm okay. sure. But So yeah. I'm now going to... Because um, a lot of this gives um, cases of people but it, who've had... Who can do things, but they're not necessarily real people. And that'll make sense in a minute. Okay? You, so, you've sold that well, but I mean... No, no, but you'll see, what I, you'll see what I mean in a minute, okay? They have actually tried this out on real-life people that we knew definitely existed, okay? Okay. So, here we go. Drenched in pig's blood... Carrie surveys her classmates, all laughing at her. It's one of the most iconic scenes from a horror film ever to be made. Filled with humiliation and rage, Carrie lays waste to the other teenagers, using her mind over matter powers. There have been many movie characters with similar powers to Carrie, but she is not a superhero out of X-Men. She is a normal teenage girl, the last person in the world you'd expect to have supernatural powers. So where does this idea come from? Fictional and historical figures from history have been moving things with their minds for millennia. Most famously, Jesus. What else but telekinesis or some kind of telepower was he using to turn water into wine, heal the sick, and turn bread and fish into a banquet? The term telekinesis is part of a slew of special, of special abilities, such as healing, moving things with the mind, and transmutation of matter. There is also Gand- Gandalf. Yes, that's right, a telekinetic wizard from the time of Merlin. According to the legend of King Arthur, Gandalf's powers were so strong that he sailed around the ocean in a glass house and, to really show off, transported Stonehenge across the Irish Sea to England. Bet you didn't know that. I've not heard that telling of the legend before. No, interesting. Um, Curious. No one knows how... I'm not that version was written. That sounds interesting. No one knows how Stonehenge got where it got. Just saying. Just saying. There's no a few one different knows. ideas. The idea of telekinesis became really popular in the late 19th century. The term was coined by Russian researcher... Oh, gosh. Oh, God, God. <laughs> this is going to be a good name, As- isn't it? Askoff. Askoff. Yeah? Askoff. I'm just going to go with that, and I'm sorry if that's wrong. He's As- going to come and beat you up if it is. Yeah, he is. He was particularly interested in people who could manifest and communicate with spirits... He became famous as one of the first organisers behind seances in Russia, 
He also teamed up with Elizabeth Hope from Britain, who he believed to be a legitimate medium. The pair travelled through Europe, claiming that Elizabeth had a whole host of telekinetic powers, including automatic writing, ectoplasm, and good old-fashioned telekinetic table-turning. Oh, you've got to have the classics now. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was exposed that Elizabeth was a fraud. During a seance, in which she was apparently under the influence of a spirit known, known as Yolanda, she was forced. She was found to be kicking objects around the room and levitating the table with her foot. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought you were going to come out with. They had a sequence of magnets and ropes and pulleys. You know, quite clever inventions. Like, no, she was kicking it with her foot. <laughs> How did it take that long? Oh, no. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Good. Good luck to her for trying. I suppose. Well done to her. But so. Oh, I mean. Good honour for getting away for it for so long. <laughs> so, <laughs> telekinesis went from the realm of the supernatural, e.g. caused by angels, ghosts and demons, into that of science. In the 1930s, an American um, named J.B. Ryan began conducting experiments, stripping away all the theatrics and voodoo associated with telekinesis and reducing it to the most simple terms in order to test it in a laboratory. In 1934, a young gambler came to Ryan and claimed he could predict the number thrown on a dice. Ryan tested the boy and the results were surprisingly encouraging. He conducted more experiments to see if the young man could really influence the outcome of a thrown dice. In 1941, he had tested more than 650,000 experimental die throws, with the results showing that psychokinesis was indeed possible, or suggested as possible. Mm -hmm. Although the results of Ryan's experiments were mixed and the effects witnessed were small, he was far from being alone in thinking people might be able to manipulate objects with their minds. Uh-huh. But could the mind really be capable of moving objects in real life? Predicting the future, healing the sick. Here are some apparent true stories to help you make up your mind. Okay? Okay. Let's hear some, some, <clears throat> some stories. So... Number one. That's what we're here for. Spoon bending in a restaurant. There's a popular <laughs> name here, I'm not going to say it. But, um, yeah, this, let's see. This story centres around a 13-year-old boy. We'll call him Max. Max has never thought of himself as being telekinetic. However, he does believe he has some sort of special ability. One night, Max watched a TV show about science and telekinetics in which a man was bending a spoon using only his mind. We don't need to say the name of that person. Max fancied giving it a go himself. Fair enough. He went to a fam- with his family to a restaurant. Max, sitting at the table, picked up the spoon and stared at it, concentrating hard. All of a sudden, it started to bend. Max was so freaked out, he dropped the spoon. He put it out of his mind. But then, this began to happen regularly. Spoons were bending left, right and centre, even when Max wasn't looking at them. <laughs> wow. His parents eventually took... <laughs> the hard decision that they could no longer go out for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) The hard decision, they were going to use chopsticks. Yeah. Just leave your kid at home. Max will be given a straw. Just leave your kid at home. Um, Why are you taking out to dinner? For goodness sake. (laughs) Number two, hypnosis leads to moving objects. The next tale is about a lady, uh, and I've called her Doris. Okay. At the time, Doris... Did you think... Okay. Why why Doris? I don't know. They didn't have names, so I've given them names. Okay. At the time, Doris was listening to a lot of self-help hypnosis tapes. She began to experience psychokinesis episodes, all about a month apart. In the first case, Doris was working on her laptop at home. She reached to pick up her can of Coke, which was nearby. 
To her amazement, the can skipped away from her reach by several inches. Confused, Doris grabbed it with the other hand to stop the can from spilling all over her laptop. A month or so later, Doris was out having dinner with some mates. She reached out to the ashtray and, as before, it spun away from her hand in exactly the same manner as the can had. This time, the object moved almost a foot across the table. Doris's friends were completely gobsmacked because they'd witnessed it too. Doris was glad to at last have someone to back up her claims. About a month later, Doris walked into her kitchen just as the light bulb above her burned out. Consumed by darkness, Doris began to fumble around, trying to find the small fluorescent light under the sink. She managed to place her hand on the light, and as she did, it flashed with an incredible intensity. It scared the hell out of Doris, who jumped back in shock. Weirder still, the light only seemed to light up where her hand had been. She'd felt no static charge or any kind of electric shock. Since then, Doris hasn't had any other experiences. But she did say she would love to know how to tap into these abilities at will. That might, is a weird might one. Might be possible. I, I knew someone who had a similar thing. That, really? They, yeah, they destroyed light bulbs. How strange. Like, wiring just would start breaking around them sometimes. Well, I suppose if you had your own sort of electricity thing going... I mean, I know we do have electricity in our bodies, but if you had yeah, your yeah, own yeah. kind of electric current that you could... Or you disrupt other ones. Yeah. I don't know. It, Bizarre. It, it's... Bizarre. Biology is quite weird. <laughs> Excuse me. So that just sounds like a really unfortunate evening, though. To be honest, that does sound unpleasant. So number three, uh, this is ability to control the wind. Now, it's now, not now. that kind of wind. I mean, we all have that power. Start getting hilarious with your wind jokes. I wasn't making any actual jokes. I was just pointing out that um, you know what? When I wrote when I wrote power. when I was writing this story down, I was like, that he's going to make some hilarious comment. About no, I, I, you'll, you'll notice that was not hilarious, was it? You anyway. No, anyway, it was not. another teenager. We'll call her Mabel. Mabel claimed that she had the ability to blow the wind in any, any direction and at any force she choose. That would be useful. Mm. She first discovered her strange talent when playing outside with the dog. The dog was being a bit of a pain in the ass. Suddenly, Mabel felt a surge of energy, like a force in her hand. Before she'd realised what she'd done, the wind had blown the poor dog over. Oh, and just me. I mean, well, she didn't mean to. I feel sorry for the dog. Me too, but she didn't mean to. Intrigued, Mabel decided to explore this. Using her mind, she instructed the wind on which direction she wanted it to blow. Every single time, it blew in the correct direction. She's not told her folks yet for fear, being, fear of being investigated. But she's typed it on Reddit Well, something. safe to say, on a hot day, Mabel is your woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so, maybe her parents don't read... So far, that's by far the most useful. Yeah, and the parents don't read Reddit, Reddit I imagine. Reddit, Reddit, Reddit. I mean, she probably doesn't either. I realise it was a small child, but, you know... Well, a teenager. Teenager, oh, okay. so she may well do. Uh, well, that's the normal yeah. thing of don't tell my mum, but I'm going to post it on social media. You know? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. That's uh, the most believable part there, actually, yes. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a couple more here. Taught to see the future. Okay. And this is about uh, Benny. Taught to see the future. Taught to see the future. You can learn it. That's quite cool. Well, yeah, and I actually tried to do this and it didn't work, sadly. Oh, yeah, maybe have to practice. Benny was taught by his friend about how to see into the future by not trying too hard. The trick, apparently, was just to relax and allow it to come in. Benny regretted letting it come in very much. Soon, oh, he, soon he was predicting earthquakes and other future events. One earthquake was close to home, and Benny warned many people about it. No one listened to him, and yet the event happened all the same. Benny wondered if the same technique could be used for telekinesis. He went to his room and looked around for something to try and move. He decided, for some reason, 
on a nine-inch Michael Jackson doll. Weird. That's going to get quite. Don't have a Michael Jackson doll in your house. Um, They didn't know back then. It's okay. For a couple of minutes, Benny just allowed vague commands towards the doll run through his head. Suddenly, the doll jerked and almost toppled over. According to Benny, anyone can do this. All you need to do is stare at an object and just think the word move, move, move. Now those Jedi's have nothing, yeah. And think only only the object and nothing else. Breathe through your nose and relax. And then just before the object moves, you will feel a tingling in your third eye. This is the energy you projected at the object bouncing back at you. As soon as the object moves, flick your eye away from it. And this is the best chance you'll have of making it fly across the room. So it's like a catapult. So what did you try and push across the room? If not, it'll just jerk. Good luck. I think uh, a guitar pick. Okay, yeah, that's sensible. Because that's unlikely. Yeah, yeah, nothing. I'm not going to lie. Nothing Also, it wouldn't cause any damage if it hit something. Exactly. That's very sensible. Exactly. Much more sensible than a Michael Jackson doll. Yeah. Because I imagine that's pointy. Especially if it was doing like like a thriller doll or something. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's going to be doing a move. Its hands are up. Just points and angles everywhere on a Michael Jackson doll. I thought it was just going to like slide backwards like a moonwalking or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Thriller! Or something, yeah. Um, Oh, no. Just a Michael Jackson doll sounds terrifying to me. Probably didn't um, really terrifying. Yeah, I'm, sure I'm not okay. going to lie. Nothing happened. Maybe my technique's wrong. But um, oh, well. I've got one more story. Mm. So, a young daughter bends spoons. We're back with the spoon bending. I mean, people just really hate crockery. Yeah. No, cutlery. Cutlery. Sorry. Yeah. People love cr- crockery. Yeah, I love crockery. I hate cutlery. We, we all hate crockery. I hate those bastards. In autumn 1999, a father went to see, sorry, Yuri Geller's show. We'll call the father Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie Ronnie oh. Ronnie bought a spoon along with him um, in the hope that he would get it to see it absolutely the spoon was sturdy and solid hang on we've got we've Michael Jackson and Yuri Geller weren't they friends yes they oh were. god do you know how I know that I'm a celebrity watched... <laughs> oh dear I remember from seeing documentaries like they were friends yeah they were yeah. was this intentional when you did the research I'm just curious no no okay no it's we're a coincidence just... okay um, so Yuri held up the spoon in front of the audience uh, by the cup part in one hand and stroked the handle with the other he instructed the audience to shout bend at the same time while imagining the spoon bending we did this and soon the handle began to move upwards towards um, Geller's still stroking hand he also grew he does some. Have a way with spoons. He does. So, yeah. He also grew some seeds from the palm of his hand, somehow making them sprout and shoot pale green stems in just a few seconds. While the audience were shouting, "Grow, grow!" <laughs> Ronnie was so inspired by this that he decided to have a spoon bending party at his house. We should be doing that for you, by I the really day. love the idea that he just sat there <laughs> with a cro- coffee table full of um, spoons. <laughs> They'll be here any moment. <laughs> we're, we're trying to think just, of what to do for Vince's... He's got a glass of milk and still in a spoon, so I'm having a great night. We're trying to think of what to do for Vince's birthday. This is the obvious answer. <laughs> <laughs> a spoon party. Spoon bending party. <laughs> if I say to everyone it's a spoon party, people will think it's a spooning party. Spoon bending party. Spooning. Anyway, well, spooning yeah. party. The the invites will be out soon. Um, <laughs> um, so yes, he decided spooning to. Party. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, you're too excited. Um, so he wanted to see if any of his friends and family could bend spoons themselves. As the party got into full swing, the guests tried their luck, taking the activity very seriously indeed. They didn't shout at their spoons at the risk of intimidating them. <laughs> 
<laughs> but neither did wow. but neither did they chat or laugh. Okay. Just concentrated on the cutlery. At first, no one noticed Ronnie's daughter sitting quietly with a fork and a spoon resting on her right wrist. The fork looked as though it was made out of rubber. It was almost moulded to the shape of her wrist. The little girl wasn't even paying attention to it and hadn't hadn't even noticed her fork was bending. Ronnie plans to hold another party soon. Mm. <laughs> well, it's, so his kid could do it. So it's a nice cheap evening, isn't it? Yeah. Just buy some, buy some nice yeah. cutlery. So yeah, so not very scary, guys, but quite interesting and hopefully entertaining. We need to go and we need to meet Ronnie. Yeah, we do. Well, I don't know what his name is. I gave him that name. Oh, no. <laughs> Ronnie and the Spoons. Ronnie and the Spoons. Well, that's a, a bad name, isn't that it? That is a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, guys. So that make your mind up. Do you think telekinesis is a thing? I mean, it is interesting. It is interesting. Is, you know someone who can control light bulbs or something? I, I met someone who, yeah, it wasn't, again, it was like your story came out. It wasn't under conscious control. It occurs around them. Yeah. Or occurred around them. Yeah. Um, it was annoying because it meant they got through a lot of light bulbs. Yes. Cool. Um, <laughs> so that is all the stories for today. Um, next week episode is going to be a little bit different. So, so the next one's in two weeks. So, our next episode will be out in two weeks, um, as back to normal. Um, but it will be a little bit different this time. We've got a little uh, surprise for you, but I'm not going to give anything away. But it will be a little bit different. I know what it is already. You do, but it'd th- be weird if you didn't. It'd be confusing, is what it, it would was. be. Um, cool. Well, we hope you've enjoyed it, and go ahead and try and bend some spoons or move some objects with your mind. Why not? Let us know how I you mean, get it's on. In, it's inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's January, you know, It's a, people don't tend to have money this kind of year, so, you know. Don't use plastic spoons. Yeah, don't use You should use, use the, uh, the wooden ones because they're compostable, so. Okay, good, good to know. And it's a splinter, so good yes. Good to know, yeah. Um, if you do have any success, drop us an email at uh, ghostgiguk at gmail.com. That is ghostgiguk at gmail.com. Um, or if you just want to say hi, or if you have a spooky story to share with us, we'd like to do another listeners episode soon. So please send us in your scary stories. Um, and if you would like us to review your favorite horror film and write a song about it, also please get in touch on the email address on the Facebook page, just search ghost gig on Facebook and on Instagram and drop us a message. Give us a follow. We really love hearing from people. Don't we? We do. It's really very exciting when we do. Um, happy new year. And um, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. still say that, Happy New we? Year. Yeah, well, we haven't been back since. We so, haven't, no. Uh, hope you're having a good one so far. I mean, I know we're only like 20 odd days in, but yeah. yeah, hope you're having a good good 2022. Yeah. Hope 2022 is being nice. Yes. Um, so, I guess we'll say goodbye for now. We probably should. Let's Take care, goodbye. everyone. Goodbye. Bye bye.